0: from the dot com fed fed from the dot com these farmers are amazing. It's a, it's, it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy. And they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer a hundred percent grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get, uh, you know, my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast I mean they basically have everything they even have awesome jerky but they also have eggs they have chickens and they have turkey I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving and if you'd like lamb they have that as well Uh, but if you are in need of good quality grass-fed grass-finished beef or quality eggs chicken chicken Hi everybody, it's good to be here. I wanted to talk a little bit about a topic that has been coming up for the past 20 years when someone is dealing with um, coming in to meet with me and to let me know how they've been doing. I typically meet with people on a three week um, <clears throat> interval. And so um, usually the first thing that I'll hear is, well, how did the past three weeks went?" And so people like to speak in percentages a lot. So that I'll have people tell me, well, I'm easily doing seventy-five percent clean. I'm I'm definitely seventy-five percent my way there. Or you know, they may say I'm ninety percent, you know, good and ten percent not. And um, I'm following the plan, you know, eighty uh, percent, and you know, so that's leaving this twenty, this random twenty percent that I honestly have no idea what that means. And so I usually just like to let people talk in that case and give them the opportunity to kind of explain to me, well, what does that actually mean? You know, what, what is your 25% that you're not doing actually mean? And so in most cases, um, you know, people have a segment of their day that they actually stay very consistent with. So maybe they always wake up and have a good clean breakfast and maybe they do pretty good with their lunch, but then it all falls apart after lunch. Or maybe they do good all day long and then they go to their dinner and then after dinner, it just all falls apart. And so granted, they might be doing ninety percent of their day great, but then just 10% of their day actually just ends up being, you know, uh the complete opposite of what they should be doing. So <clears throat> one thing that we want to take into consideration is that calories are not equal. So a uh, calorie of this and a calorie of that it's not just about calories in total. It, it matters where those calories come from, and it also matters how your body is going to respond to those calories. So if you blow it after dinner every night with a whole bunch of fruit, or if you blow it after dinner every night with um, too many crackers, even though they're almond flour crackers, or you make the Simple Mills cookies or the Simple Mills uh, brownies, And you eat one of those every single day. But because they're made with almond flour and all these other ingredients, you think that they're the cleaner option. But all the other meals that you're having are on track. It doesn't actually mean that you're staying consistent and you can't actually expect to be able to get very consistent results that way. So if you're really trying to clean up a diet so that you can drop inflammation in the body reduce blood sugar um, reduce blood pressure and lower histamine responses so lowering your allergy responses in your body lowering inflammation that you're feeling in your joints or inflammation that you're feeling in your gut you cannot uh, be at a 75 25. unfortunately your body is going to respond to that 25 percent of the bad ingredients And so if the ingredients are great for the 75%, but then suddenly you bring in the poisonous ingredients for 25%, you're going to reap the result of having had that 25%. If you are on the autoimmune spectrum, you don't even have to be diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, but there's consideration that you could have an autoimmune disease, then you by all means are going to have a response to that 25%. So what will happen is when you spike your blood sugar, because maybe you decide that you're going to have, you know, more of something that you should, less of something that you should have had, and then more of something that you shouldn't have had, what will happen is you'll spike your blood sugar. And every time you spike your blood sugar, it's like someone sticks a gun in your mouth and they shoot the gun off and there's a bullet bouncing around inside your body like a pinball and it's bruising you on the inside. And so that's inflammation. And so every time you spike your blood sugar, that inflammatory response is going to create a series of different uh, events. And the number one event is that your body is going to retain water. And that retention could happen one day, it could happen three days. And someone like me with an autoimmune disease, it could last two to three weeks. So you have to understand that this bad ingredient or these bad foods that you're having, They truly could impact you for more than just that day. And also more has to be taken into consideration than just what does the scale say? Because the scale is only showing us one, one side of the story. There's something going on inside your body too. So if your eczema gets activated, if your psoriasis gets activated, if your IBS gets activated, if your uh, arthritis gets activated, if your joints start feeling inflamed, if your allergies kick up, then what you're having that 25% of the time. It's, it's it's starting to basically delete what you're doing the 75% of the time. Now, don't get me wrong. If you started doing it 75% and started eating clean 25%, all of those things would be triggered. And they would be triggered and they'd be lasting longer. And you definitely wouldn't be in a position to where you'd be losing weight. So we have to care about regulating blood sugar so that you're not having an inflammatory response. But then we also have to care about the ingredients that are in your food because the ingredients that are in your food are going to play a, a big role in how high of a histamine response your body has. And those histamine levels will impact rather or not you're having allergy situations, skin situations, gut situations or guts or, or uh, joint situations. And 25% of those high-histamine-producing foods will definitely throw off that 75% of those non-histamine-producing foods. Your highest histamine-producing food is going to be dairy, and then gluten, corn, soy, peanuts, shellfish, and pork. Those are all your higher histamine-producing foods. The best way to not feel like you've hit a plateau and the best way to not overactivate this system is to say i'm going through a series of weeks uh, 3 weeks at a time and i'm going to be 100% i'm not going to be 75 25 and then at the end of that 3 weeks Take a day and have an off meal for breakfast and have an off meal for dinner. And the next day go right back on your program. See how many days it takes for you to work the inflammation off. See how many days it takes for the joints to feel better, for the gut to feel better, for the skin to feel better, and for your allergies to feel better. If it takes a week for it to get better or more, you're having a pretty serious histamine response, and you really want to reconsider having those 25% off meal foods that you're having because there is inflammation going on inside you that really is going to turn into something one day, maybe even an autoimmune condition. Stay consistent. Give it a good three weeks of staying consistent, then have something that's an off-meal. And if you do have that serious of a response, maybe don't bring that food in and try to work with someone on trying to create what would be more of a cleaner version of that type of a of a of an off you know a, a, of a, a beyond the boundaries meal okay um, I hate to think of it like a cheat meal. Because I hate to feel like you're cheating. If you decide you want to have something, you should feel good about it. You shouldn't feel any type of regret or any type of negativity towards it. However, it is a learning experience. And if your body does respond to the dairy or it does respond to the corn or it does respond to the soy or the gluten, then we know we have to decide, do we want to continue to do this? Uh, Jocko Willink always says, don't relax until the mission is complete. In fact, there's a two-page... A message on that in his book, Discipline Equals Freedom, and I love that uh, segment. And he basically talks about soldiers going through a battle, and they may win the battle, and then they're super fatigued from the battle. And as they go back to base camp, They immediately put them into another project because when they relax, they can get killed. And after they've won the battle, they can get back to base camp and they can find themselves in a relaxed state, but the mission isn't over. So they have to almost put them right into another project to be able to keep them focused. The mission of good health and staying healthy, uh, maintaining a healthy weight Uh, maintaining a body that's not full of inflammation, maintaining low histamine levels. This is a mission that is never complete. Uh, So you don't want to get so relaxed that you get yourself so far out of health that you can't reel yourself back in. Uh, So you have a, a bad response to some food get yourself right back on the food. I would not do it multiple times a day. I would not do it multiple times a week where you're doing this 25% thing. I would do it on special occasions, I would do it on something that you're going to thoroughly enjoy because you're going to your favorite restaurant, you're going out with your family, and then really measure and see how your body responded to that food. And like I said, if it's taking a week or longer to be able to get the fluid off from that food, that's a pretty fair inflammatory response. And you really have to try to judge, is that the right food for you? And should you be maybe thinking uh, twice about having that again? And potentially considering something different for your next off meal. And finally, I just want to finish with you have not reached a plateau if you've changed your plan. So if you're on a very specific plan, but you decide on the weekends you're adding cheese, one tablespoon of dairy can cause a histamine response that can last up to three weeks. Dairy is the highest histamine producing food that you can have. One tablespoon, one tablespoon can cause a histamine response that can last for up to three weeks, especially in an O or an A blood type. Now, there are some people that handle dairy no problem, but if you have a really solid plan that's working for you and you're feeling excellent because of that plan, put yourself in a position to where you decide I don't, think I'm, I don't think I'm going to set myself up to where I can have a response for three weeks from one particular food. So when I do decide every three weeks that I'm going to have an off meal, I'm not going to bring the dairy in because I realize the response that it's causing my body to have and I'm not willing to allow myself to go through that. I'm also not going to bring food dyes in. I'm not going to bring chemicals in. I'm not going to bring high fructose corn syrup in. I'm not going to bring gluten in because it's just all poisonous to me and I'm going to actually go through a process of elimination and I'm going to be sick from that process of elimination. So just really decide and determine, is it really worth it? And don't make exceptions for poisonous ingredients because you have options. There are ways of making things in a healthy fashion. I have a healthy bakery for that legitimate reason. We make protein cookies, protein muffins, protein brownies. I do it once a week and we deliver it to people's houses. We deliver it to the gym. But we do it because I want people to realize you could make something that won't cause this chemical storm inside your body and make you sick for two weeks. And you can still enjoy that food and actually be blessed by being able to have the opportunity. But that. If you change your plan, that doesn't mean you've hit a plateau. It means you changed your plan. So go back to the plan that was actually working and stayed consistent for you and you stay consistent with it. Don't relax until the mission is complete. You're trying to lose 100 pounds and you're at 70 pounds. Everybody's telling you, you look great. Your clothes are fitting great. You're farther than you ever thought that you would ever be but you're still adding things that you know that you shouldn't add, and you can't seem to get that last 30 pounds off, you relaxed before the mission was complete. And you've started to bring things in and the plan's not the problem. The fact that you changed the plan is the problem. You're, you're not hitting a plateau, you're hitting a you decided to go come up with a different plan. And your plan with the dark chocolate and the cheese on the weekends, It's not the weight loss plan for the last 30 pounds. The last 30 pounds are actually the hardest pounds you're gonna lose the entire time. They will be the most difficult when you're trying to lose 100 pounds. So if there was ever a time you needed laser focus and you truly needed to put yourself 100% into it, it's at that time, that's not the time to relax. The mission is not complete. Do not relax. So please understand that 25% of your bad decisions can most definitely impact the other 75% of your great decisions. So if you're really going to try to stay committed to something, stay committed to it 100% and give it your best. Of course, you're human, you're going to make errors, you're going to make errors and we we just spent this whole entire time talking about the possibility that if you do go off a little bit what you're wanting to look for and, and where where the problems will be and, and, and how you want to switch things out. So It's not to suggest that you absolutely have to be perfect all the time, but there may be some foods that you're having that are truly canceling out the ability to reap the benefit of the 75% of the time that you're staying so completely committed. I pray blessing and health on you. And I pray that God gives you the courage to chase after just an exceptional level of health and that you truly stop making exceptions for poisonous ingredients in your body. Because it's not food hating, it's it's not food demonizing, it's actually honoring your body and it's honoring God with the choices that you make for your body. And it's saying, My body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. I refuse to allow that poison to come in there. I'm not gonna spend three weeks of my life detoxing that poison, there's far better foods out there that I can eat so that I can feel amazing every single day. God bless you as you chase after feeling great.